CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes. You may know at least one person in your life who is fully convinced that COVID is a hoax, that QAnon has uncovered the truth, that the earth is actually flat. Danielle Hamamjin investigates who and why so many now believe that something bigger is pulling the strings of a giant conspiracy. The seeds of conspiracy theories tend to spawn during times of great uncertainty and upheaval. A global crisis exposing and amplifying inequalities is one of those times. As coronavirus cases spiral out of control, the whole COVID hoax is an exaggerated lie. So are protests over lockdowns, COVID denials, and raging conspiracy theories. Choose about the truth. We want the truth. For Sarah Huxley, conspiracy theories were preposterous ideas that belonged in a universe far removed from hers. But an idyllic life in the English countryside didn't shield her or the man she fell in love with. She and Nigel Hyde, an educated, very successful British businessman, began dating eight years ago. What was it about him that drew you to him? I found him attractive. He was great fun. Yeah, he was just a really, you know, really normal, really normal person that I enjoyed spending time with. She had been friends with his sister for decades. So I got to meet him in family situations, um, you know, get-togethers, that sort of thing, and things went from there. It felt very natural, I felt very comfortable. They lived together, traveled together, then came a turning point in his career. At the beginning of 2015, he was made redundant, he lost his job, and he decided to set up his own business. Within a year, Nigel's delivery company was running itself. He spent more time at home and, ultimately, endless hours online. He mentioned to me about watching videos about 9-11 conspiracies, and I wasn't that concerned because I think I've watched those sort of videos before, but not explored it further. According to Sarah, one conspiracy theory turned into another, then another, all increasingly outlandish and troublesome. The film Capricorn One was a launching point for many. It shows the moon landing being fabricated on a Hollywood soundstage. Who knows about this? Almost nobody. Nigel started with videos like this, questioning whether one of the most famous events in human history had ever actually happened. Then he refused to believe the catastrophic explosion of the Challenger space shuttle was real. And the 2012 shooting of 20 primary school children in Connecticut, well, Sarah says he was convinced it was staged by those wanting tougher gun laws. Nigel saw every major event as a ploy. Nothing was real. What would you say was the turning point for Nigel? The turning point was definitely the Blood Earth conspiracy theory. Followers of this theory, including those at Canada's first Flat Earth Conference in Edmonton in August 2018, are convinced the Earth is a flat stationary disk. Since they can't see the curvature of the Earth, it must not exist. To them, it's a scam 
perpetrated by everyone in government and science. Nigel was obsessed with proving that was true. Armed with a camera, he would head to the field behind his house for what he called experiments. He would send Sarah photos of an eclipse, but she dared not ask what he meant. If I challenged him about things, he could have quite an explosive temper. And any time they were on a plane, Nigel insisted on a window seat to take pictures like this. It wasn't just one or two photos. He'd be there for 15, 20 minutes. Flat Earth videos became the background of everyday life. In the house, in the car, Sarah says they were always on. I'd be crying and pleading with him, you know, to stop, but it just didn't register. He would turn things around and say, I'm doing all this research to protect my family. Protect them from what he believed was going to be the end of the world. It made no sense. How could Nigel, a normally bright, engaged, and accomplished man in his mid-40s, keep going down the rabbit hole, heading towards the apocalypse? What did he think was going to happen? There was going to be this huge rainfall of plasma. It might as well have been a script of a science fiction movie like this one called The Rain. Millions of people were going to die. However, the sort of elite you know, know about these resets. They know how to survive. I just couldn't understand why someone as you know, bright and as intelligent as he was would believe in this. How can someone so educated believe in something that is so far-fetched? It's a very good question. Montreal clinical psychologist Raida Hassan studies radicalization and extremist violence. Education does not play a role. Uh, socioeconomic status does not play a role. We have to look at a person's level of distress. This is much a more strong indicator than all the others. More often than not, there are deeper issues that have yet to surface. And the right trigger that can take almost any form can start the downward spiral, the loss of a job or a loved one, or being in a pandemic. Those seeking to exploit it have managed to create an alternate universe. One where the virus is a hoax or deliberate bioterrorism. Some are so convinced of that, they've been sneaking into hospitals to film eerily quiet wards. To them, this is proof the government and the media are lying. When in fact, what may look like a deserted space is an attempt to contain the infection and isolate those with the virus. Where's all the sick people? Where's, all the, where's the medical pandemic? Where is it? A study looking at those posting under the hashtag FilmYourHospital found their main source of COVID information came from YouTube. As you can see, it's empty as hell. We need to strongly rethink the internet and the social media space. I cannot say it enough. It's almost an emotional issue for me. The internet and social space cannot continue being sewers. Especially when it spills into the real world and threatens lives. This COVID denier was arrested after attempting to extract a COVID patient from a British hospital live streaming the whole thing on Facebook while arguing over treatment with the doctor. He has coronavirus pneumonia affecting both of his lungs. Vitamin C, vitamin D and zinc. None of those are proven treatments for coronavirus. You need to leave, mate. You need to leave, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm his friend. It's not just a matter of faith. 
Many find themselves with a sense of purpose. Medical pandemic, right? Medical pandemic. Security waiting for me. The person both perceives themselves as actually victim, persecuted because of those powerful people, but also the hero who may actually save the group and themselves from the actions of those powerful people. Sarah also saw that defiance happening at the home she once shared with Nigel. Convinced the world as he knew it was ending, Nigel started stockpiling survival gear, weapons and ammunition in their loft. If you were to walk in, how much stuff was in front of you? You'd have to climb over things in order to get to things in the loft. His son actually had to reinforce the loft with uh, wooden floorboards. Um, and even then, with the weight of everything coming through, it caused the you know, ceiling to bow. Out of embarrassment, Sarah kept all of this to herself. From Nigel's fixation on conspiracy theories to his belief in Armageddon, that is, until he obtained his gun license. After confronting him and admitting she had finally told her parents, Nigel flew into a rage. She called police. The list of what they discovered was frightening even to her. It included five stun guns, tear gas, containers of fuel, knuckle dusters, crossbows, axes, batons, air rifles and ammunition, and six shotguns and shells. Hearing that list is quite scary. To think that I was living there, so much of this stuff that I didn't know about was there. What happened when you went back to get your stuff? So there was a suitcase um, that I had to, you know, obviously when I got my belongings, and on opening the suitcase, absolute huge shock to me, there were two bullets inside. A chilling reminder that Sarah's life was now a shadow of what it used to be. It's like you're living with someone who is dead. You're grieving someone who's actually still alive because the person that you know they were, they're no longer, they've gone. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Coming up. But you're going to kill yourself. Becoming a human lab rat. Lies, propaganda, and conspiracies fuel a growing danger. I didn't think I had this kind of darkness inside of me. When W5 continues. Conspiracy group QAnon started online as a whisper. It grew louder with public calls against the Democratic Washington elite, finally exploding with a roar on Capitol Hill. I just get angry and irritated, and I just want to bang my head against a brick wall. Jatarth Jadeja's father, who doesn't want to be shown on camera, is a diehard QAnon believer. As soon as he mentions anything conspiratorial, I get triggered. It's like a, a flinch inside. Jatarth blames himself. I know it. I know, I know more about it than you, Dad. I introduced you to it. How the world got introduced to Q begins with its predecessor, the 2016 Pizzagate theory promoted by a far, far-right online host. I have given you the transmission! Now break free! 
Alex Jones claimed this Washington, D.C. family pizza parlor was where Hillary Clinton led a ring of pedophiles who abused children and drank their blood. All this in the basement. This woman is dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. That's, I'm telling you, she is a demon. One of his followers was so convinced children needed rescuing, he burst into the busy restaurant armed with a semi-automatic rifle, shot open a locked door and found there was no basement. Jones admitted it was fake news a year later. My opinions have been wrong. But by then, many followers were in too deep to hear it, too consumed by someone posting as Q. A person claiming to be a U.S. government official with access to classified information. Among the bizarre allegations, German Chancellor Angela Merkel is Hitler's daughter. Donald Trump is an undercover agent on a mission to rid the world of superstar celebrities who they believe torture, traffic, and even eat babies. Yes, eat them. And Bill Gates, he's the architect behind mind-controlling nanomachines planted in the COVID vaccine. Here, they shut down one of America's biggest COVID vaccination sites. Lambs to the slaughter. Under the delusion, they were saving those waiting in line from the mind-controlling vaccine. I'm doing this for you, not me. I would rather be home, but you're going to kill yourself, voluntarily becoming a human lab rat. Q is like a coronavirus of the mind, highly infectious, and like any virus, it's mutating. Jatarth would know. For two years, he was deep down the QAnon rabbit hole, believing every surreal Q theory. I don't think it's a coincidence that at the time, I was also very socially isolated. Sydney, Australia is home to Jatarth. It's where he grew up. But the roots of his Q addiction were in America. It started during the 2016 US election when he was studying economics in New York. Like a lot of students, Jatarth jumped on the Bernie bandwagon. But when Bernie lost to Hillary Clinton, and against all media predictions, Donald Trump came out on top. He will be the next president, the most stunning upset in American political history. Jatarth felt cheated, so began his downward spiral. Once they got Trump wrong, I just thought, I am done with the mainstream media. Back home in Australia, he found himself unemployed and struggling to cope with a recent diagnosis. I had just found out a couple of weeks after Trump got elected that I had ADHD. I sought comfort in these conspiracy theories. He says he spent every waking hour online waiting for the next post. I was addicted. It was a drug. And I would wait just on edge for the next Q post. Q was everything Jatarth wanted to hear. He says he was seduced. Justice was finally coming. I would have been so happy if Hillary Clinton got hung, drawn, and quartered. I didn't think I had this kind of darkness inside of me. How has a movement like QAnon managed to thrive so rapidly in the past year. Conspiracy theories such as the QAnon movement are very loose. So this is what is making QAnon more popular. Anybody can pick and choose whatever belief fits their own personality, their own struggles, and makes sense to them. 
January 6th brought those struggles into the open. Fueled by their messiah, Donald Trump, who they believed could battle the deep state of child-molesting Democrats, many QAnon followers took to the U.S. Capitol. Two of them didn't make it out alive. Ashley Babbitt was shot by police as she tried to break into the building. She had tweeted QAnon theories for nearly a year. Roseanne Boyland was trampled by the amped-up mob. She began following QAnon six months before her death. Thousands of others pressed on until QAnon reached the seat of American democracy. The enemy is within the House of Representatives. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was referring to Marjorie Taylor Greene, a promoter of Q conspiracy theories, who was elected to the House. She's claimed a plane never hit the Pentagon on 9-11. The devastating California wildfires were started by a space laser. And the largest mass killing in American history, the one that left 60 dead in Las Vegas, was a plot by gun control advocates. Why are you supporting red flag gun laws that attack our Second Amendment rights? She targeted activist David Hogg. He's got nothing to say. Who survived the Parkland High School shooting when 17 others did not. QAnon is thriving not just in North America, but around the world, especially in the UK, Australia, and Germany, where anti-lockdown protesters tried to take over parliament. We have been witness of, you know, incremental, increasing loss of trust in governmental institutions. So for many in the field of violent radicalization, scenes like these don't come as a surprise. We were pretty concerned about the rise of groups that call for social disruption. Because of that, the movement is alive and well in many languages. In big part because of Alexis Cossette-Trudel of Quebec, the son of two former FLQ terrorists. His parents were members of the chapter that kidnapped a British trade minister. Mr. Cross was forced at gunpoint to enter the waiting taxi and it sped away from the scene and sparked the 1970 October crisis. He's outraged and articulate, and now so influential, his French videos have been translated for audiences around the globe. His wildly popular videos ran on YouTube and Facebook, where Q predictions ran rampant. Like the day the US military was supposed to stop Joe Biden's inauguration, we know how that ended. So help you, God. So help me, God. Congratulations, Mr. President. Since January, tens of thousands of Q social media accounts have been taken down. What followers call censorship might only fuel the diehards, which is exactly what Jitarth was until the moment he says he snapped out of it. Oddly, it came from Q himself when his influence on President Trump supposedly revealed. Someone asked you to get Trump to say a phrase. It was tip-top, tippy-top shape. Trump said that phrase four months later. And everything was tippy-top. I like tippy-top. I like everything. Everybody goes to my buildings and my clubs, they're tippy-top. But what really happened is that someone had 
figured out that that is just something that Donald Trump says. He said it before, he'll say it again. It's gotta be in tip-top shape. Tippy-top shape. And as a result, they then use that information to manipulate everyone else into thinking it was proof. Of all the other demonstrably false claims, the tippy-top line is what did it for Jatarth. It wasn't so much how the proof was wrong. It was the level and skill of the manipulation. That was the last straw. That was it. His father, a retired public servant with a degree in law and engineering, didn't see that light. He still hasn't. Do you feel like you've lost your dad? Yeah, in a way. That's part of the reason why I feel the necessary to tell my story and risk the perception of me as negative or whatever. Because on some level, I feel like this is my penance. Jatarth is one of the few to have come out so publicly about his experience. To Q followers, he's an actor, a fake. To those on this Reddit forum, he's proof there is a way out. They told me to forgive myself, that getting out of it and deprogramming myself was actually very rare and something to be proud of. Jatarth hasn't been able to help his own father yet. Rational conversations seem impossible and facts are irrelevant. But with his mother and sister by his side, what Jatarth has now is a lot more hope. I'm not perfect, but this whole experience, I feel like it's made me a little wiser. I'm a little kinder to not just other people, but to myself. I'm very happy with how I am today. The top three countries that consume QAnon content, the UK, the US, and third, Canada. You've been listening to CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes. 